the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Therefore, no current or prospective client should assume that the future performance of any specific investment, investment strategy, including the investments and or investment strategies recommended and or purchased by advisor or product made reference to directly or indirectly will be profitable. Different types of investment involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will either be suitable or profitable for a client's investment portfolio. No client or prospective client should assume that any information presented serves as the receipt of or substitute for personalized investment advice from the advisor or any other investment professional. Welcome to the Bullington Capital Report, hosted by Bill Bullington. For the next hour, you'll receive information on current market conditions and trends that could affect your financial future. If you have a question, you can participate in today's program by calling 216-901-0945. That's 216-901-0WHK. You can also reach Bill by going to his website, BullingtonCapital.com. And now, here's Bill Bullington. Welcome back. This is Bill Bullington. Here every Saturday morning from 11 to noon, um, having a few technical difficulties today. That's, there seem to be a lot of those lately. Uh, not just lately. I think it's during the whole pandemic when they started sending people home and um, not full staffs all over the country. So I guess we've been affected by that as well as the other firms. But uh, but I'm here now. So that's all that really matters. Um, if you'd like to call in today, the number is 216-901-0945. And again, that number is 216 216- 9010945 and I'm going to be talking today about a, a few things that I had sent out in the um, a newsletter that you can sign up for it's free um and nobody's going to call you if you sign up for it to to try to sell you anything but the newsletter that I I put out uh in conjunction with a company who has the publishing rights to several thousand Major publications like the Wall Street Journal, Barron's, uh, London Times, um, Forbes. There's tons of them. So I really like the service. I edit the uh, the newsletter before I send it out, and uh, so I get to pick you know which articles I'm actually going to send and uh, what that message is going to be, and uh, it's fun. So you know today I think it's it's really important to try to work on your your psychological or your mindset basically uh how you see things uh how you handle a lot of the stuff that has quite frankly never happened before and it's kind of interesting yeah i've always said in my my entire career when i well i guess after i got a good four or five years of full-time experience i realized that when people say it's different this time that they're they're actually right it's always different. <laughs> it's never the same exact way uh, 
over again. It doesn't actually repeat the way it did before, but there are a lot of there will be a lot of similarity to some certain things that are happening. Anyway, uh, in the uh, newsletter that I sent out, uh, I'll just go through it with you. So if you if you've missed it, you you can hear it here. If you would like a copy of this, again, just go to my website and on the contact us form, you can fill it in. Uh, anyway. Living in these uncertain times may fill you with frequent questions about the state of your finance, finances and wellness, seemingly by the minute, depending on the news of the day. Well, that's what the news, by the way, would like you to think. Nothing is ever, well, very rarely is something that you have to rea- happening that you have to react to immediately. The vast majority of the time, it's too late by the time it makes it to the media anyway. But uh, so... Article goes on to say, thankfully this week, calm has settled over financial markets after the banking industry's recent volatility. Is this a positive sign in the coming months, or could there be something deeper happening? That's why I'm passing along these articles this week that can help answer some of the pressing questions you may be pondering, such as, what's this all I hear about a recession? Should I just be putting my cash under a mattress right now? Can I buy a house or a Tesla? Asking questions about financial matters is crucial for making informed decisions and achieving your financial goals. Um, you know what? That's the uh, uh, I left that line in there, even though those are lines I always complain about, <laughs> because hardly anything is actually super crucial. It's more like layers of uh, decisions that you make that that end up being good or bad, uh, and. It's not like everything hinges on one tiny little detail. But anyway, financial literacy is a skill that everyone should strive to develop. And what better time to focus on financial literacy than April, which is Financial Literacy Month in America, probably because this is when your taxes are due or your tax return. Um, If you're like me, I'm on the permanent extension program. (laughs) I don't even start trying to... Yeah, it costs me money every year, by the way. I wouldn't recommend this for everyone. Uh, but uh, I don't start gathering my stuff up and stuff up until June. That's about the time that it starts to get warm. And our business slows down a lot uh, summertime. So if, if you are looking for a career, young people, and you want to be financial advisors and you'd like to have uh, a lot more free time during the summer, I would tell you that, yeah, this is probably a pretty good industry. The uh, uh, Most people are on vacation and that doesn't really get busy again until the beginning of September. And then that'll run all the way through right up to about now and the beginning of May. Uh, that Those are our busy times. So just in case you ever wondered or were curious. Anyway, please enjoy the articles and let's build your financial acumen. What are you curious about? I'd love to have any questions. Uh, so if you signed up for this or if you you already get this and you have questions on these articles, please feel free to reach out and uh, let me try to help you with that. I'll do the best that I can. And uh, it's really fascinating. Um, Some of the articles, if you're risk-averse, this is one I liked. If you're risk-averse, what could you be missing? Whatever you can do or dream uh, or dream you can, begin it. Boldness has genius, power, and magic in it. Would you guess who said that? Uh, great. Uh, doesn't even say. That is hilarious. No, actually it does say it was 
Johann Wolfgang von Goethe, an 18th century German poet, playwright, scientist, and statesman. Today, he'd be called a thought leader, risk-taking his head proponents from many walks of life. Security is, is mostly a superstition, said Helen Keller. Life is either a daring adventure or nothing. That's interesting. That sounds a lot like the stock market. <laughs> D.S. Eliot said that only those who will risk going too far can possibly find out how far it is possible to go. Daredevil Circus performer Carl Willenda said, Life is being on the wire. Everything else is just waiting. Racing driver Mario Andretti said, if things seem under control, you're just not going fast enough. As for Jimmy Carter's view on risk-taking, it's, it's pleasantly simple. Go out on the limb. That's where the fruit is. <laughs> so what is it that causes most people to be risk-averse? Dr. Suzette Boone, a specialist in diagnosis and treatment of complex physiological disorders, they fear and anxiety cause people to lean heavily on caution when making decisions. But fear and failure are not the same thing. Fear kills more dreams than failure ever will. Some of our fears are irrational. For example, the odds of being attacked by a shark are 1 in 3.75 million. Your, your odds of dying in a car crash are only 1 in, 1 in 103. Well, slightly less than 1%. But you're likely more afraid of sharks than of automobiles. Yes, because you can visualize the shark. <laughs> anyway, Andy Morgan Watowski uh, has a lot of smart things to say on this subject. With her colleague Courtney Lynch, she's the author of Bet on You, How to Win with Risk. Watowski and Lynch met in the Marine Corps. Today, they apply their leadership lessons in their consultancy, Lead Star. Both of their previous books, Spark and Leading from the Front, or New York Times bestsellers. In approaching important choices and decisions, a lot of people are so risk-averse that they miss valuable opportunities. So we might ask, what's behind that aversion? By the way, something I would like to add here, it's not just that they miss certain opportunities. There's a fear of missing out that creeps in after they realize that they miss an opportunity, and then they come into something when it's too late, and, and oftentimes that gets them hurt. So like to throw my two cents in there. Anyway, article goes on uh, to there's a war going on in our minds when we're faced with big decisions. The war is between a promotion and prevention mindset. One is telling us to play to win. The other is uh, telling us to play not to lose. That mindset might sound nuanced, but we've all experienced specific times when our aim was to keep our heads down do the work, and achieve the goal while avoiding any large choices that could disrupt the good thing we've got going for ourselves. A lot of athletes would actually relate to a lot of this. That's one of the reasons I, I think kids, you know, if you want to do something for your kids or grandkids, buy them that uh, pair of soccer cleats, uh, you know, get them in sport um, because they, they learn to face fears, overcome challenges at a really young age, I think it helps a lot as they get older. Anyway, the uh, article goes on to say, our relationship with risk, she says, is a learned process. If we're not happy with how we perceive risk and risk-taking, we can change. I will tell you, change is not easy. Is it possible? Yep. What does she think as, uh, what does she see as the steps to reimagining risk? concept of risk is often presented to the to us as if it's the downside or negative consequences of a choice 
In reality, risk is just really a decision that leads you into uncertainty. If you think about it, we're always taking risks. Getting married, going to college, having children, all massively huge risks. What's different about the risks we want to take now is that they're more of an expression of our unique preferences and experiences, so less less endorsed by society and approved by your mom which makes them more intimidating, or at least more intimidating than they need to be. To reimagine risk, Witowski says, it's important to overcome three misconceptions. Risk is the opposite of reward is the first misconception. Anything good in your life was the result of risk. Risk isn't the opposite of reward. It's the path to reward. Second, uh, second point, risk is a leap. Risk done wrong is a big leap, like quit your job, change your life. Now, that's could be, yeah. <laughs> it go both ways. Uh, anyway, responsible risk-taking requires thoughtful planning and preparation. And that, you know what? That is so um, pertinent to what it's like to manage portfolios. Most people think managing risk is avoiding risk. That's not managing it. You're avoiding it. And I, I agree with this wholeheartedly. You should think out how much risk you're willing to take. And that's where uh, when I'm doing a, a uh, uh, an interview with a client, a potential client, the, the first thing we want to look at are the risks that they're accepting and which risks can you avoid and which risks can you not avoid. And the ones you can't avoid, you're going to have to learn how to manage. If you can't avoid it, you can manage it. I'll just give an example. Let's say I'd like to get highest returns. I'm going to shoot for a return that's over 10% a year. If you're going to shoot for over 10% a year, first of all, I'm going to tell you that very, very, very few investors ever manage that in the long run, uh, especially when you consider that there are years where the people that have done that have been down significantly. 30, 40, 50%. Warren Buffett's been down 50% multiple times in his lifetime, multiple times. So uh, that's where they're confusing being able to avoid risk and managing the risk. You can't avoid declines in markets, but you can manage it. How do you do that? Well, let's say you've got a good stock portfolio, uh, but you don't want to see your assets cut in half. So you take some of the money and you invest it in something that's safer. You can use annuities, you can use CDs, you can use treasury bonds, uh, high-quality corporate bonds, funds that invest in high-quality corporate bonds. There are lots of ways to reduce that risk. And uh, if you talk with your advisor or uh, do enough research on your own, you might be able to figure it out. But uh, that's kind of what an advisor does is take a look at how much risk that you're willing to take now let's put a portfolio together that, that's realistic that is going to keep you within those guidelines. Uh, and the guidelines are, all right, I, I think I can think. So my risk tolerance, and this, this, this is what I, how I do it, my risk tolerance is about 40%. I figure, yeah, I, I can take a 40% decline. I'm, I wouldn't be happy about it. But if my investments were down 40%, I would not be um, panicking. So, and I fully expect that at some point in time, I'll be down at least 40%. If I live long enough, I'm sure of it. Yeah, well, why would you do that, Bill? 
Yeah, well, because I'm looking for higher than average returns. So if I'm going to look for higher than average returns, I'm probably going to have to be willing to put up with a lot of risk. And and that number is that I came up with is really a good number uh, or a good method. If if I am uh, um, hearing myself in the background, <laughs> if I'm willing to take a 25% decline, for example, and I know that you know, if you were in the stock market and you weren't, you were part of the 99.9% of the people who invest in markets who cannot accurately predict what the market's going to do in advance. And at 99.9% of us, <laughs> then I've got to be prepared to handle that risk and manage that risk. So I've got about uh, oh, 20 seconds before I have to take a real quick commercial break. And we're going to pick up on this topic when we come back from the commercial break. And I'll just uh, take this time to tell you this is Bill Bullington again. Uh, If you like what you hear, you can go to my website. I can send you a copy of this article. As soon as we come back from the commercial messages, we'll pick back up. And um, I'm going to take a real quick break right now. Stay tuned. Talk to you soon. Is this really the life I'm living? Cause I don't feel like I deserve it Every day that I wake Every breath that I take You've given Instead of watching all that other stuff on TV And there's a lot of it you don't really want to see anyway What if you could watch, say, Greg Laurie On demand, whenever you want Be pretty cool, wouldn't it? Well, now you can. Forget the TV, boot up your PC, and log on to Lightsource.com. That's where you'll find streaming video of A New Beginning with Greg Laurie. Ministry videos on demand at Lightsource.com. The secular crew sees targeting from the administration. The move by President Biden's IRS to show up at Matt Taibbi's door, and he's testifying about the Twitter files, and, and the IRS shows up at his house. And they say, you know what, actually, you know, since you weren't here, we'll show up on Monday. That is intimidation and targeting of journalists. Secular, weeknights at 6, right before Brandon Tatum at 7, on AM 1420. The Answer. Or on iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Do you ever find yourself saying, I need a vacation? Vacation Fixation can help. At Vacation Fixation, we specialize in all-inclusive trips and cruises to Mexico, the Caribbean, and Disney vacations. Why choose us? Our clients book through Vacation Fixation because they are frustrated with online trip brokers and timeshare scams. Whether it's a weekend getaway, a family trip, spring break, or honeymoon, Vacation Fixation will personalize a trip just for you. Want to know the hottest destinations in Cancun, Punta Cana, Jamaica, or Puerto Vallarta? Interested in room upgrades, beach reviews, or details about resort restaurants? How about finding a trip with a direct flight? At Vacation Fixation, we take all of your specific travel requests and shop our suppliers to find the best deal. What's the cost? Our suppliers pay us so you don't have to. Call 330-573-8147 for more details. Or you can visit our website at vacationfixation.com. Or check out the deal of the day on Facebook, Vacation Fixation. 
Is it finally time to update your bathroom? Bath Planet, a division of Joyce Factory Direct, specializes in replacing and converting old showers and tubs into new beautiful bathrooms in as little as one day. We have transformed thousands of bathrooms just like yours into a spa-like oasis that has homeowners excited to use their new bathtub or shower. Right now, all bath installations are 50% off. So call to schedule a free consultation with on-the-spot pricing. 440-243-5700 or visit JoyceFactoryDirect.com. I saw mercy, mercy seated where the judge should be was guilty. And we're back. Hey, this is Bill Bullington. I'm here every Saturday morning from 11 to noon. Um, I was just reading a little bit from one of the articles that I sent out in this week's newsletter. And uh, if you'd like to talk about your personal situation, if you'd like to be on that newsletter mailing list, um, no pesky salespeople will call, I promise you that. But uh, we like to work with people who, who like to work with us, and we are not a low-pressure firm. We are a no-pressure firm. Um, life is hard enough. <laughs> you, you don't need to be, be making it harder. So anyway, uh, I really liked this one article. The, uh, and this is one of the first articles that went out this week. So if you haven't gotten it, then uh, just Hit me up on an email, and uh, I will get it back out to you as quickly as I possibly can. And I think I started off, or or left off, uh, at this area where the article goes on to say, risk-taking has proponents from many walks of life. Security is mostly a superstition, said Helen Keller. That's pretty wild that she would uh, have that observation. Life is either a daring adventure or nothing. T.S. Eliot said, only those, who will, only those who will risk going too far can possibly find out how far it is possible to go. Daredevil circus performer Carl Walenda, the guy writing this must be pretty old. <laughs> I remember the, a lot of these people, but uh, I was pretty young when they were older. Anyway, Carl Walenda. Walendas were the flying Walendas. They were a circus act. They did high wire and all kinds of stuff. uh, Very popular for a very long time period. And his comment was, life is being on the wire. He was talking about walking a tightrope. Everything else is just waiting. Racing car driver Mario Andretti said, if things seem under control, you're just not going fast enough. That's pretty funny. Uh, Jimmy Carter's view on risk-taking is pleasantly simple. Go out on a limb, that's where the fruit is. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, so what is it that causes many people to be risk averse? Dr. Suzette Boone, a specialist in the diagnosis and treatment of complex psychological disorders, says fear and anxiety cause people to lean heavily on caution when making decisions. But fear and failure are not the same thing. Fear kills more dreams than failure ever will. Some of our fears are irrational. For example, you know, I think I just covered this a little last. That's okay. I'll, I'll just do it again anyway. For example, the odds of, the odds of being attacked by a shark are 1 in 3.75 million. Your odds of dying in a car crash are about 1 in 103. But you're likely to be more afraid of sharks than automobiles. That's pretty funny. Very true. Uh, in approaching important choices and decisions, a lot of people are so risk-averse that they miss valuable opportunities, and I wanted to stop and talk about that 
right here, right now. Uh, I'll see have people who are that claim to be um, very conservative, and and they are. They're actually conservative, but they don't understand. They think conservative means being able to see something happening in the stock market ahead of time and getting out, waiting until the market goes down quite a bit, then bottoms, and then they're going to get back in, and they don't understand. That is the very definition of market timing. Let me say that again. That is the very definition of market timing. Trying to think that you can see when the market's going to stop going up or start going down, uh, and then trying to see when it's going to start going back up again. And I can't tell you how many times I've, I've had this conversation with people. Oh, I'm not trying to time the market. I just want to, you know, I just want to be out of harm's way when it starts to go down, and I want to be back in and, and participate in the upside. That is the definition. <laughs> so I'm not, uh, I'm not arguing about that. The uh, I'm just telling you that's the way it is. And everybody I've ever seen that's ever tried to do that ends up with really bad returns. And uh, you know. It's, one of my job, one of the jobs as an advisor, is to first of all expose you to that. You know, everybody that comes into my office for a meeting, which is free, by the way, if you want to come in and talk about your situation, um, it's free. There's there's no cost. Nobody's going to haunt you. Uh, but uh, I will show you what it is I'm talking about here. When I look at, I'm looking at the chart right now. And this is the S&P 500. These are the biggest 500 companies in the United States, not the whole stock market. But the other stocks have a tendency to drop even a little bit further than these. So I'm looking at the uh, emerging market, which in 2007, I know everybody's here, well, that's emerging markets. They're, They're supposed to be more aggressive. Yeah, but you should have seen how much they were going up in the early 2000s. It was crazy. And then they had a big decline, 2008, 2009, it started in 2007, same way that our market did. It was down 67%. It still has not recovered. If I look at the, the Dow Jones Industrial Average, 1999, it had a, let me see here, 38% decline, which was uh, lasted over three years. It was going down for three years, and it finally bottoms out uh, close to 40%. And it finally gets above where it was in the year 2000, and uh, that's in 2006. It goes up in 2007, peaks in 2007, comes down by March of 2009. It's down 54%. So it's actually significantly below where it was 12 years before that time period. And so that's what I'm talking about. They cannot pick those uh, time periods, it, it, it's just too hard to do. The, uh, but what you can do is limit your exposure and then rebalance your portfolio uh, when nobody wants to rebalance it. And I'll give you a really quick example. Let's say you're 60% stock, 40% bonds, which are doing are going to do much better in the next 10 and 15 years than they did in the last 10 to 15 years. Uh, only because interest rates are higher and you can get much better returns on the fixed income portion than you've been able to get in the last 10 years. So that's a big deal. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in a few minutes. But the bottom line is thinking that you're going to magically somehow jump in and jump out, bad idea. 
the better idea is to really give it a lot of thought. How much risk am I really willing to take? Am I willing to see my portfolio to be down by 10%, 20%, 30%? Now, I'm going to tell you this, young people, if you think you're going to earn, have an average annual return of somewhere between uh, 9 and 10% a year over the next 20 to 40 years, you're going to have to be almost exclusively in stock. If history is any gauge, you're going to have to be 90 to 100% in stocks, which means if you were 90 to 100% in stocks over the last 40 years, you would have been down, you would have been down more than 50% multiple times, multiple times. And I don't care what, it's easy to, to show a graph of the past that shows, yes, well, I would have gotten out here and I would have gotten back in here. Yeah, really? It's like looking at the uh, answers to a test after the test is over, you know, but you had to take the test before you had the answers. And the chances of you guessing correctly at all those answers probably wrong. Uh, and it's the same thing with the stock market. It just have to be there and you've got to give it some time. Uh, you need to know when the right times to make adjustments are, when there are good times, when there are bad times, when opportunities present themselves. If you were looking at uh, what was going on over the past few years, you know, 2008, 2009, uh, the best thing to do during that time period was to already be expecting the big decline, have your portfolio built so that it was the you knew you were going to have a decline at some point in time. You just didn't know when. And if you were, uh, by the way, the funds today, the ones that we use, are run by computers. They call them exchange-traded funds. And they're making adjustments every day. The nice thing about today is that with that type of a fund, you don't have to worry about having to pay taxes on those adjustments until you actually sell the fund. That's a big, big deal. And it makes managing money a lot easier from a tax standpoint. So it should help out an awful lot of people there. Now, you still have the risk. Okay? So if your funds were down quite a bit, yeah, in fact, I think, uh, oh, for the people that I'd already had conversations with this on, we swapped some of the funds that we had for funds that were similar, super similar. They're almost identical. It was just another company that put the fund out there. You've got several companies that multiple companies that put out ETFs and some of them you can find that are actually identical. So if you're holding one and it's identical to another ETF, do you know you can actually swap the one for the other and you get to write off potential <laughs> write off. It depends on how long you've been holding the fund. If you haven't been holding it that long, uh, then there's no opportunity or you might as well just stay still. But uh, it's nice to have options. If you had an identical fund and it was down quite a bit, you could swap one for the other. And uh, it's because it's a fund that's run by a different company, you'd actually get, be able to get to write off those losses if you had them. And But you're still invested. That's a big deal. That protects the gains whenever you uh, come back. So kind of interesting. Uh, it's kind of fun to think about, and uh, especially when I see all the things that are going on in the economy now, the economy's growing fast. But if we didn't have a pandemic, um, there's no telling how big the economies worldwide would be. And if we didn't have a war going on in Europe, slowing things down, there's no telling. And a couple things I can tell you for sure, that the pandemic at some point in time is going to be managed 
the same way every other infectious disease has been managed. We're getting better at it. It's going to have less and less impact. And at some point in time, there's not going to be a war there anymore. And the future is pretty bright. There are an awful lot of projects that were put on hold because of all this stuff. And it, it, to me, it's just amazing that all of these things are going wrong at the same time. And I can't believe the market's not down significantly more than it is. I mean, it's just unbelievably resilient. And I guess people are getting better. Maybe uh, shows like these, newsletters like the one I subscribe to, or like the ones I subscribe to, probably helping a little bit. Uh, I think having tools to be able to come in, analyze what you're holding, and go, oh, okay, everything's okay. You know, And that, that's a big deal. Take a look at what you're holding. Take a look at some of the names that are in the funds that you have. Uh, it's very reassuring. Because you know Procter & Gamble is not going out of business anytime soon unless people quit putting diapers on their babies and, and washing their clothes. Highly doubt either one of those things is going <laughs> to happen. Uh, so anyway, I'm going to get back to the <clears throat> article real quick. In approaching important choices and decisions, a lot of people are so risk-averse that they miss valuable opportunities. Yep. So we might ask, what's behind that aversion? There's a war going on in our minds when we're faced with big decisions. Uh, there's a the wars between a promotion and a prevention mindset. One of the one is telling us to play the war. And by the way, I, I realize that I'm uh, recovering or re-reading this, but I, I just feel like it's really important to that you hear this. A part of your mind is telling us telling you to play to win. The other part is telling you to play not to lose. Now that might sound nuanced, but we've all experienced. Specific Specific times when our aim was to keep our heads down, do the work, and achieve the goal while avoiding any large choices that could disrupt the good thing we've got going for ourselves. Our relationship with risk, she says, is a learned process. If we're not happy with how we perceive risk and risk-taking, we can change. And I'm going to tell you that change is not easy. And most people are not even aware of what kind of risk-taker they are. Um. <laughs> When they come into when you come into my office or wherever we meet, okay, I'll show you a graph of the average mutual fund. I'll show you a graph of the average balance fund, and uh, I'm going to show you that uh, the reason I'm showing you those is so that I can point out how far they've gone down. When you look at the the last ten years, everything looks wonderful. I mean, it's like wow, you know. But if you've had money invested for more than ten years, and uh, we well actually. Last 10 years have been pretty volatile, but we haven't had the, like a really big correction that took multiple years just to get back to break even. That was, The last one of those was, it, it ended in March of 2009, and uh, it started in November of 2007. For international emerging market and small and mid-cap stocks, it actually started much earlier in the year, in 2007. That's another thing that uh, uh, kind of drives me nuts about the industry. They talk about the annualized risk. Okay. Annual means yearly. Okay. Whoever told anybody that a market cycle is going to begin and end in a single year? I mean, and I know they're not saying that and that's what their their uh, response is going to be. Well, that's not what we said. We know what you said. I know what you said. But you knew that the public was going to perceive that a different way than what you the way that you said it. 
And that's how you avoid big lawsuits, by the way. <laughs> but the reality is market cycles don't begin and end in one year. Some of them are multiple years. Some of them are decades. So, and that's the, the tough that's really hard is how do you predict that? How do you put together an income plan where you know you're going to have to take money out of those assets and they're going to be fluctuating all over the place? Well, that's where I come in. You know, we'll come in and we're going to assume that the market's going to be the, mar- the same market it's been my entire lifetime and my parents and my grandparents' lifetime. And then we're going to build our plans around that. We're going to take into account that there's going to be a lot of volatility. There are multiple things that you can do to kind of reduce that volatility to make it livable. And uh, since I've only got about uh, 15 or 20 seconds before I have to go to commercial break, I guess I'll have to say we'll talk about that when we come back from these commercial messages. And you're listening to Bill Bullington right here on 1420. Stay tuned because I will be right back. Come set your rule and reign in our hearts again. Increase in us, we pray. Unveil why we're made. Come set our hearts ablaze with hope like wildfire in our veins. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. No doubt about it, we're spending more time at home, which is the perfect time to make it more functional and beautiful. Hi, Ed Flash Ferentz here for Artistic Renovations, Northeast Ohio's premier and award-winning remodeler. Artistic did a fantastic job with our kitchen in 2016, and last year, they were back for the master bath. Oh, my word. Do yourself a favor and go to ArtisticReno.com. Believe me, you'll love their ideas and without question the finished product. For a virtual consultation, call 216-520-0838 or visit ArtisticReno.com. Thinking about updating your home? Well, Joyce Factory Direct specializes in replacing old, outdated windows. Proudly made right here in Cleveland, Joyce Windows features their exclusive Smart Shield high-performance glass, which means you'll be getting the most energy-efficient windows for your home directly from the factory. Customers just love how much warmer their house is and how easy their new windows operate and clean. Right now, you can save 50% on all installations. Just call to schedule a free consultation with on-the-spot pricing, 440-243-5700, or visit JoyceFactoryDirect.com. You've heard the saying, all good things come to an end. Well, not always. Sometimes they just take a break. That's what's happening with our Lady of the Wayside's car donation program after 24 years and 96,000 rides donated. Pretty amazing. Here's the story. The car lot's owners sold the property, making it impossible for car donations to be accepted at this time. According to the Wayside CEO, Terry Davis, the next right steps will be determined and communicated soon. So stay tuned. In the meantime, 
Terry and the entire team at the Wayside, thank you for your continued support of the 450 individuals with developmental disabilities in the Wayside's care. And please take note, you can still support them by making a donation at thewayside.org. Well, welcome back. This is Bill Bullington. I'm here every Saturday morning from 11 to noon. You can go to my website if you hear something that you'd like more information on. There's a contact us page there. Just fill it out and put your question in there, and I'll get you on my newsletter mailing list if you'd like. It's not necessary, but if you have a question, uh, please feel free to reach out to me. If you'd like to set up a personal meeting to talk about your own situation, we can do it on the phone, in person. You can do uh, computer meetings, um, however you want to do it, and which is really cool. I'm uh, I'm getting ready. I've been prepared. I've been looking for years, actually, for the right service. And I've used quite a few of them. I, I think I'm really close to getting one that I'm, I'm going to be talking a little bit more about uh, in future sh- on future shows. But we're always working to try to improve the service that we have, keeping up with new ideas. Uh, speaking of new ideas, there were some products that were around quite a while ago. And I didn't really like them a lot. They they were too restrictive. The guaranteed returns were too low. Um, they sold themselves based on the uh, uh, idea that you could make as much money as you might make in the stock market, but you wouldn't have any downside risk. Well, that, that wasn't true. Um, the way it was promoted was actually legally correct, but the way that it was being interpreted by the general public was not correct. Yeah, and uh, so I don't know who's to blame there. I don't really care. Uh, but there was a lot of confusion uh, as a result of the marketing of, of fixed indexed annuity products. And um, I like the ones that are as simple as possible. And uh, the reason I bring it up is because I think it makes a uh, you know, with current interest rates, I think it's a really good idea. Uh, let's say, and here I've got an example. Instead of going through the technical details, I don't want to do that. I mean, well, I'll be glad to do that with you if you want to go, uh, if you want to set up a phone call. But uh, if you just want this website, email me and I'll email you the, the link to the website. And you, go, you can play around with this software yourself. Uh, it's put up by Nationwide. And uh, the it's a, the website allows you to put in your name and a dollar amount, and it'll tell you what kind of income you could generate from that. And so I put up a 66-year-old who's going to be 67 next year, uh, and uh, that's when they're full you know, retirement ages with Social Security, at least now. By the way, if, if they put that off by two years, do you know that Social Security would be running at a slight surplus? Yeah, so I'm just hoping they don't do that. But uh, um, if I can just hear my clients now, that that would be rough on a lot of people. But the bottom line is, when they start talking about all these problems, and the reason that they, you, you hear so much about Social Security being so hard is that it's probably going to happen at some point in time. And you got to remember, when they started Social Security, the uh, I think the uh, I have to go back and look, but the age that you had to be to qualify so, for Social Security was also the average life expectancy. <laughs> so you were expected to be dead by the time you're allowed to start collecting from your Social Security. 
when they first started it. And um, so they really didn't expect to have to pay out that much. Uh, and uh, But as people's life expectancy started getting longer and longer, as the, and they were making more and more money, uh, that is one of the reasons that we have a, a deficit. But one of the other reasons is that they keep borrowing. They were borrowing. They weren't supposed to be allowed to do that. That was supposed to be against the law, but they found ways to change the law to borrow from the Social Security Trust Funds. So a lot of the money that was supposed to be there for Social Security was going to fund other government product uh, projects. Uh, lovely. Uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway, you want to supplement that Social Security. Let's say you're 66. Next year, you're going to retire. For every $100,000 that you put into this product, your guaranteed lifetime income today would be $7,154. Okay? As a percentage of 100000 that's 7.15. But you had to wait 12 months before you were able to take it. So it's not to, to say its yield is 7.15. No, 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 that's a current yield. That's not, and that's not the way it works. You got to go in 12 months in advance, uh, and then you can turn that on, and it will give you 7154 bucks. Let's say you didn't want to do that. You don't want to retire at 67. You're going to go to the full retirement age of 70. That 100000 that you put in would, uh, at age 70 would pay you 9257 Pretty good. That's, that's really good. Now, it stays. Whenever you turn it on, that's what it's going to stay at, and they're going to guarantee that that will pay you that amount for the rest of your life no matter how long you live. And, and I'm telling you from what I've seen over the past 30 or 40 years, and the reason I started taking a really good hard look at these products is I saw how poorly people were doing in their stock accounts because they panic. Uh, and it's okay. You're human. I get it. Yeah, But when they see something, they panic. They pull out of the market and they try to jump back in the market and they don't understand how difficult it is and that even if they got it right one time, you have to do that consistently to be able to avoid that, and no one has ever been able to do that. Warren Buffett, one of the world's wealthiest individuals, has never tried to do that. Actually, I take it back. He, he sold some puts. That's a different thing altogether. He sold some puts, naked puts, very aggressive. I think he took a billion dollars, and he took a huge loss. It was the uh, 2007 through 2009 thing, he, he thought, well, the market can't possibly go lower than this. And a put is a, uh, like an insurance policy uh, for one, and the other side is the, the speculator. So the speculator takes one side uh, of the trade, and the person that's taking insurance is on the other side of the trade. And uh, so he decided to speculate, thought, well, the market can't go down much more than this. I think I'm going to put a billion dollars in here. And if the market goes up, I I, I actually sold the uh, for a billion dollars. I sold it for a billion dollars. The right for someone to sell me the whole stock market at this particular price. And they're, they're futures contracts, by the way. Anyway, long story short, uh, it ended up costing him a lot of money. I mean, he he lost more than he had uh, gambled for. So if that rarely happens, that should just give you some idea of how difficult this is with all that guy's experience and how much success he's had over his entire lifetime. And incidentally, his biggest income comes from insurance companies who manage risk for a living. <laughs> so if he's going to get his butt handed to him like that, yeah, what are your chances? I mean, come on. What are your chances really? Uh, so, 
bottom line, that, that's one of the reasons that I like these products. If you didn't have to take the income, let's say you didn't want to start at full Social Security age, you're going to put it off. And you're going to put off Social Security. You're going to work until you're 70. So at 70, your Social Security goes up. goes up about 8% a year from 67 to 70, uh, the amount that you would get, actually. And so this one's actually going up a little bit faster than that. So the 100000 that you put in there when you were 66, by the time you're 70, they'll guarantee you $9,257 a month, or a year, rather, for the 100000 for as long as you live. That's that's really good. And and again, my point is that the vast majority of people don't earn that much in their stock account. And this is a guaranteed structure. Of course, it's only guaranteed by the insurance company it's nationwide, which is they're A-plus rated. There's a fund in the state of Ohio that uh, they can fall back on if, if they run into really big financial difficulties. It's, it's not like the federal government. Uh, it's not like the FDIC. Um, which has been having uh, to pay out some really big claims here lately. But it's a really good, uh, uh, it's very, very good, extremely competitive. And if you'd like more information on that, I would be much more than happy to uh, work with you and uh, see if it might be something that would be good for your your situation. And that's really, uh, when you're talking about financial planning and advising, that's really how I like to approach things. Just show me what my options are. Uh, take a look at my personal situation. See how much income I can generate from my invest, or how much I've saved towards retirement. What kind of income might I get from Social Security, uh, a pension? Maybe I've got some annuities out there that I could turn on to uh, increase my income. And uh, just take it from there. Uh, very plain. Uh, I, I have a tendency not to hold back a lot. Uh, I'm, I'm never mean. Uh, I, I've, I'm never pushy. Yeah, but you know there are situations, and, and I've had a ton of clients come in, uh, which I think is kind of funny. I didn't realize I was going to have to be a marriage counselor when I get <laughs> when I got my securities license. <laughs> but oftentimes, one spouse will bring the other spouse in because the other spouse doesn't really know this this stuff and has never heard about the 4% rule. And, and, uh, so I get to be the one to break the news. And, uh, I think it's, uh, kind of funny. Um, it, it's a great career, uh, but, uh, it does have little rough spots when somebody comes in and, um, unrealistic expectations, I guess. And I have to be the one to break it to them. And it's normally one of the spouses, either the, the husband or the wife, that, that drags the other one in and says, okay, I've been telling them this, but now it's your turn. <laughs> it's uh, kind of funny. Uh, kind of stressful when you're young, by the way. <laughs> I've been through it so many times now that it's just uh, water off the duck's back. So anyway, I thought this this is a really nice option to be able to have for a portion of your uh, retirement savings because, again, the average fund investor hasn't come anywhere close to the returns that they will guarantee on a contract like this. Uh, uh, if you were an above-average investor, I mean really above-average, yeah, you could, you could potentially do better, but you're going to have to be in the top 10% of all professional investors to be able to, that's my 
for an opinion. I watched the market go up for you know twenty percent a year for the next five years, like it did in the late nineties, right before it crashed again. <laughs> so the bottom line is this: this helps prevent against uh, living too long because the income will not run out before you do. And so big deal. I got about uh, twenty five seconds here before I have to sign off for today. If you heard anything you'd like more information on, just go to my website. It's BullingtonCapital.com. Fill out a contact us uh, page there. I will try to get back to you as quickly as I possibly can. Um, the, uh, I appreciate everybody listening this morning. I hope everybody does well in their investments. And uh, again, just give me a call. I hear the music. That means the show is definitely over. Have a good weekend, everybody. Good luck. Good investing. just caught another edition of the Bullington Capital Report, broadcasting every Saturday at 11 a.m. on AM 1420, The Answer. If you have a question and you'd like to speak to Bill personally, you can call him at 330-664-0700. That's 330-664-0700. Or online at BullingtonCapital.com. That's BullingtonCapital.com. The preceding program has been paid for by Bullington Capital Management, LLC. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.